With so many different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media. Really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Hi guys, welcome back to the Social Media Sucks Podcast by Cupco. And today, after a little break from Christmas and uh, in 2020, we're gonna keep sharing some valuable knowledge, marketing knowledge. And yeah. with me, my partners in crime here, Andy and Chris. What's up? Welcome back, you guys. Welcome Hi back. Guys. Nice to have you. What year is it? Feels like we've been Forever. gone for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but we're back at it. So it's nice to uh, to say hello again. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk about occasion marketing. That's right. And, uh, you read up on this, guys. So uh, tried my drop the knowledge. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's ease it in. Let's ease we it read in. one blog post. <laughs> now we're experts in occasion yes, marketing. Of course. No, we know a little bit about it. But yeah. Yeah. Let's share that with the audience. Why do you guys think uh, occasion marketing is uh, important for uh, brands in brand promotion? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Don't fight over it, guys. Okay. <laughs> Thumb war? Nah, nah, it's fine. <laughs> Not You're in Corona times. Senior <laughs> Uh Well, occasion marketing has always been the, actually, way back when was the thing. Like, you had a, a birthday or a wedding to attend or a Memorial Day parade or whatever it was, right. <laughs> Valentine's Day, Christmas. These were the big tent pole sort of places that a lot of companies put their advertising, right? It was around these occasions. So it, it is a, it's an important thing because it's the chance that maybe sometimes you can get away with more advertising than usual because people are expecting they're in the mood to shop. They're in the mood to buy. Um, and I think that's why, it's important is that you're kind of catching people at the time that they're most interested in hearing from you and most interested in maybe buying something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you take, Andy? I think um, I think the great thing about occasion marketing and why it's uh, also important for brands um, is because I think it it connects the need and the offer in a very straightforward way mm-hmm. and. Um, Mapping out different occasions can help brands to understand not only social context, uh, but also cultural context and therefore uh, consumer motivations mm-hmm. to a um, even better extent. Definitely. So, and maybe it's less forced when you see these kind of errors. Yeah, exactly. Which also makes it more difficult, but I guess we're going to tap into that a bit later because like all of their competitors also want to. Yeah, everybody's know. doing yeah. it, right? So it's pretty saturated. Um, but I think that we've seen more and more occasions pop up, right? So it's not just necessarily like Christmas, f- f- Thanksgiving, um, what's coming up, Valentine's Day. Yeah, Those, it's not like the weather can also be an occasion <laughs> to change your true. closet. Or yeah, yeah, that's true. I've yeah, seen yeah. some great yeah. campaigns about it. Yeah, that's a bit deeper level on occasion where we're actually going yeah. into uh, the you know what is going on now, mm-hmm. and we can do that much more better with digital. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was kind of cool. Actually, I'm reminded of a really cool case that I heard about, which I don't know if it's urban myth or legend. And someone, please let me know in the comments if this is an urban myth. But I heard that Volvo back in the day used to time their print advertising around, like print in newspapers after large car accidents made the front page. What? 
This is what I heard, okay? <laughs> Someone has to comment if this is just, you know, if this urban is fake news but or urban legend. But I used to hear because obviously, like, when you see a big car accident on the front page of yeah. a newspaper, you're more, like, in in the occasion of, or, like, that's an occasion to maybe look at how safe is your car and look at what's the safest brand in the world, Volvo. So I, I heard that they used to do this, and I don't know if it's true. Uh, but that's quite interesting. So in terms of agile marketing, that's probably the most agile way back in the day of traditional that I've ever heard of. It's kind of cruel and uh, and brilliant at the same time. It's like, I, I can't really decide if I'm like loving this idea or it's just like, <laughs> it's just like okay, this is... It's a bit evil top. genius, I yeah, gotta say, kinda. but uh, but that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So how do you, let's tap into that. Um, how do you see brands leverage all these kind of look uh, occasions? Yeah, how do they leverage it? I mean, mm -hmm. I think that you have to have a plan of where do you fit in naturally. I think that if you're like, I think that they do, I think it's weird, like speaking of car brands, when car brands do like Christmas ads, like get a car for Christmas, it seems a little like, oh, <laughs> who's buying cars for Christmas? But uh, but I think that, um, or Valentine's Day, like, so they need to pick their sort of, yeah their moments, I think a bit a bit better, but I don't know, the data would tell whether or not they sell more cars on a Christmas, maybe they do. Um, but I think that uh, how they can tap in is just like literally have their, their year mapped out. Um, and then I think there's also a lot of social media official days, like, yeah. you know, pancake day and mm. do donut day and all that kind of stuff yeah. or cat day or dog day that you can kind of also do some stuff around. Yeah. I completely agree with that. I think it's just like, um, you know, mapping out what is ahead mm -hmm. and then figuring out your positioning for the year or just depending on your brand positioning, figuring out which occasions will fit you. And I think one interesting thing is like, as I mentioned earlier, like all of your competitors are going to go for the occasions that you are going for because those are like the most suited for your category or industry or vertical. Um, and I think one interesting thing to think about is like, okay, how can we go beyond or how can we tap into a white space or how can we, how can we go about it in a different way? Like we know that everybody is going to, you know, um, target Christmas or everyone mm -hmm. is going to go crazy about Black Friday. And for example, I think it's a great thing to see that like a lot of brands, especially the ones who are more connected to sustainability, they were like, fuck Black Friday. We are going to, you know, yeah. not do it. Yeah. And that's how they, in the beginning, yeah. created buzz. Like there was like a, a, um, a lot of news and a lot of exposure around mm -hmm. like um, brands not doing Black Friday. And nowadays it's becoming more and more uh, popular and it's becoming a thing that mm -hmm. got adapted by premium brands because they're just like, we are premium. Yeah. We are like the top. If you want to buy our brand, you're going to mm -hmm. buy it anyways. Yeah. Why would we give it away cheaper? Yeah. yeah. So you can use it to your advantage. Yeah. Like to, yeah. to not do it actually yeah. could also give you... Yeah, there's a countercultural like approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's all like the which is on the far end of the spectrum. And then there's actually like going full in on the other end of the spectrum. If we talk about like Christmas is a good example. It's like people share Christmas ads. Yeah. Like it's actually a thing to like have a great Christmas ad. And I think that's only been the last maybe 10 years that I've really seen like brands go all in on their Christmas ad mm -hmm. and be like, okay, we're going to go the other way and have the best Christmas ad instead of yeah. being anti or, or, or sort of against the culture, we're going to go lean 
full on into it and have the best one. Yeah. So I think that's quite interesting. Um, I you agree. can do both ways. And also black Friday, you can be like, we're going to have the best black Friday ad ever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be countercultural. Mm-hmm. I think the Christmas thing is great, uh, that you mentioned Chris, because like one thing I've seen, um, the only time for me when I watch TV is actually Christmas when I go and visit my family and then I, you know, my, my mom is like big into TV still. So I watched some TV and actually um, an ad that really stood out for me was, um, was actually Coca-Cola's mm-hmm. because they were like, they just bought the ad spot and it was like nothing there, just like a Coca-Cola branded uh, message on the screen with like no music, nothing. We gave, we just gave you, uh, and then, sorry, the text was saying, we just gave you 30 seconds to spend with your family and friends. Think about talking to them instead of like, Uh you know, just like, Mm. you know, being brainwashed by the TV. Because a lot of people, of course, are still, you know, just like sitting in front of the TV, the whole family. And they don't. That's quite brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, They don't really think. Yeah. yeah. You've seen it, you spend the time seeing it. But it's. And I think that's another great way of like, you know, you know what your competitors are also Mm -hmm. going to go for. You know what everyone, everybody else is also going to go for. And like, how can you stand out? How can you be different? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The occasion one definitely gives you a, a jumping off point. Yes. Because you have like a, so many things that you're going to play into yeah. or know about. You're going to know about the, the universe you're playing into, the occasion, the date. Like yeah. you're going to have an, an idea of what the budget's going to be because it's just we've ran so many campaigns that have been throughout time on these occasions that you kind of have an understanding of mm-hmm. how many you're going to reach and what you're going to do. So it gives you a lot yeah. right out the gate. So speaking of what 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 would you guys think would be uh, the best KPIs KPIs to measure uh, campaign success when you when a brand go into occasion marketing? I can go first about it. Um, in general, I would recommend using the same exact KPIs, just based on you know what kind of campaign are you running? Like, are you trying to you know sell more products? Are you trying? Are you are you Is driving traffic? Like that? I mean, when you leverage occasional marketing, sometimes I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to. Like Coca Cola, obviously, is yeah. Yeah. it's more of a branding, like giving back mm-hmm. to the community thing. And I think there's room for all of that. There's you know room for doing just straight up your purpose, yeah. or there's stuff that's just straight up for sales. It really depends on what you want to do, and it varies. Like brands will do one year they'll do sales mm-hmm. related stuff, and one year they'll do purpose driven stuff, yeah. or just a nice ad campaign. I mean. It's like Super Bowl is another good sort of mm-hmm. occasion-based yeah. thing, and you see all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, you see stuff that's more like you know, sign up for this, or you also see stuff that's more like just what the <laughs> the heck did we just watch? That was yeah. crazy, right? So yeah. that's I think that's it. All depends on what the brand wants to do that particular yeah. year mm-hmm. and that particular occasion. So yeah, yeah, and I think yeah, if you want to add like an extra layer on top Mm. then i would recommend maybe um running or like not running but like activating a social listening campaign uh tracking tool and then you know seeing if your campaign is successful in terms of creating extra buzz Mm -hmm. or um or can help you to successfully increase your share of voice or the sentiment around your brand whatever basically it's basically back to the point that like use kpis based on your campaign goals and objectives yeah I think a lot of campaigns though just want attention. Like, yeah, that seems to be the the sort of main thing that we see nowadays is that people just want it. Like, for example, IKEA with the Bernie chair. Did you know that the they did not do that? They did eventually. Yes, I know. So but the like, story behind this, and I gotta like 
worn. <laughs> I don't think it was the best move. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's my talk on the burn. Here's my rant on the Bernie chair. Okay. Okay. So Settle some <laughs> some agency decided to do a fake IKEA ad, mm. right? And then IKEA did the same thing a couple of days, maybe a day later. Yeah. Right. And it was Ogilvy Grease that I eventually did it, which is good. Fine. I have a little bit of a qualm with that small agency that's decided to do this because they're making themselves the hero. The agency is then saying, hey, look at us. We made this ad. Whereas it's like you as a small agency, you do not have that brand. You haven't built a relationship with that brand. You haven't done all the legwork that you have to to actually get a brand to trust you to do this kind of work. Mm. All you've done is hack the system for your own personal gain. Okay. I and it has nothing to do with like, it has more to do with them as a, as an agency than it does with Ikea. And I think that's a problem. I completely agree with that, but I think it's a great branding move from the agency because they are like perfectly featuring like their skills in terms of like hacking culture. Yeah, but and it's, I think that's just what they wanted to do. But that's easy. Okay, so here's the thing. It is extremely easy to take something that's that's trending and relevant and twist it towards the brand. I mean, I wouldn't say it's easy. I would just say that it, it takes... That's not the right word. I would say that it's it was so on spot with the brand yeah. that they would do it, that they did it anyway. So it's like, let them do it. What they did, in my opinion, was sort of like put themselves in front of the line. Yeah. And and as an agency, I'm we are here to serve our clients, not the other way around. And that's where I think I would caution an agency that does that kind of stuff because they're not servicing the client first. Yeah, they're Like we've had tons themselves. of we've had tons of crazy ideas here for the brands that were were doing stuff yeah, for or brands that we're not working for. We don't go post that shit. Instead, we go and talk to that brand and say, hey, we came up with this. Mm. Do you want to take ownership of this? Mm. They didn't do that. They you decided. Yeah, it's consent. Exactly. You're messing with someone's brand that they spend billions of dollars a year on. And you don't have the right as that creative agency to touch that at all. It's not. It's, it's a no-go. I would literally tell them to fuck off. I would literally send them a letter from our lawyers and say, don't ever do this again. We've spent countless years, energy, time. We've got a whole team of people here. We've got agencies working for us. Please don't do that ever again. It's not It's not within your rights. Head of brand Chris was speaking. <laughs> Seriously. Absolutely. No, like, I mean, like, I, I And agree. it's not throwing shade towards them. Like, I've had the same, I've had the same idea several times. Like, oh, we should put this out. Like, we'll get a tent. But then the intent, what is the intent of what you're doing? The yeah. intent is that you want to... Puff yourself up and look at, oh, look at the creative idea that we came up with. You are here to service the brand. That is your job. And if you decide to go around that for your own selfish reasons, you don't belong in this industry. I agree. I agree. Straight up. I'm sorry. If you have a great idea, go put in the legwork. Go make those, those connections with that brand or go straight up to them and say, we got this great idea. Let's show it to you. And if they pay attention to you, great. If they don't, Try again, but don't just put it out there. Let's yes. bring it back. Let's bring it back, guys. <laughs> He's gonna disagree with me. <laughs> no, I mean it's just it's just the sentiment and like you know the the rogueness that's like resonating with me. But like, 
I mean, Fine. like my, my logical part of my brain is like, yeah, Chris is right. But my emotional part of my brain is like, they still did it. <laughs> I know, but that's the thing. Like, it, No, I mean, like, it, I, I agree and I disagree, but that's fine. I know why they didn't. I know I don't disagree necessarily. I've had similar thoughts about it. Yeah. And um, I just think that it was the way that it was also put out on famous brands, like the Facebook page, yeah. to make it instead of like owning up, hey, we did this funny like parody ad. They did it as like this was a real thing because obviously you need that to get traction. If it was just a parody, it probably wouldn't have gone as far as it went. Yeah. Um, and that's, it, it's, it's disingenuous. It's yeah. disingenuous and it's, and it's, it is messing with someone else's brand. Yeah. Fully. I mean, I know that this is very off topic now, but like. It's but I, but I, yeah but i think like the reason why it's not like really messing with someone's brand is because like the topic and like the occasion was so light it's it was like it was almost meaningless do you think i well ikea okay like you have a was, very politically charged uh uh states right now you have half of the people that roughly true. that are like hardcore not hardcore Republicans, but Republicans, and you have some that are Democrats. IKEA somewhat siding mm. on the on having a fake spokesperson, and it is messing with them. It's it's putting them into a political conversation, into a political occasion, without any regard for them as a brand. I do not think I full stop. Whoever's if IKEA is listening, or if this company that did that is listening, you guys fucked up. I would have, I would have sued your ass, but it's not okay. Okay. So like, <laughs> have you seen any conversation in terms of like politics going on around the Bernie meme? No, but they didn't know that that would happen. They didn't know that if there would be or would not be, they just, they just, how can they tell? Like, because when it came out, it was already like, like a, a funny meme already. So like, that's why I mean, like it was yeah. so light. Yeah. But they still don't have a. I agree with that. I agree that they just like, don't they didn't know. have like the concept. They just don't know. Like that's the point. Like if you're an agency that's been signed up to work with them and you're dealing with people on the brand side that have uh, responsibility towards it. Yeah. And have a legal team behind them. I agree that part. Then you yeah. can then you can do whatever you want. Like you can do such crazy shit. But if you do not have that behind you, if you're just an agency that's creating stuff yeah. for non-clients that you don't own or have and you don't have their permission, it's it's a no-go. It's a full stop no-go. Yeah. You don't create work for clients you don't have and push it out as this is this is actual advertising that they did. Yeah, that part is it's, is, it's, it's that wrong. part is shady. It's yeah. just straight wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'll stick by that moral, right? By by that moral code, because I do believe it's wrong. And their intent was selfishness. Let's get ourselves out there. Because if they would have here's the thing. They also announced that, oh, yeah, we did this thing afterwards. Yeah, yeah, they, they did like a case out of it. Yes. Like, we got 50,000 impressions yes. in the beginning, and now it's just So it, it's clear, like, like, if they would have just kept their mouth shut and be like, you know, let the brand shine, and then come in afterwards and talk to the brand and say, hey, we actually did this. Yeah. But instead, they decided, like, hey, this was our, this was, they decided that this was their opportunity to make themselves shine. True. And that's the wrong decision. That's yeah. not, that's not why you do advertising. You do advertising because it's right for the brand. Yeah. Not right for you. Yeah, I agree. And probably like if 
it would have been like me or my agency doing this, I would have been like somewhat worried, but still like, I wouldn't have like made like a case study out of it. I would have like let the brand to discover that it was me and come to me if they want to or anything. And in it's the meanwhile, I would have just hoped that like it's not going to affect my credibility or like, you know, my, my credentials towards other clients negatively. Like, because it's also like, if you can do this to Ikea, like what the fuck are you doing for our brand? Yeah. It's like Guinness had the same problem like years ago. They had a YouTube video that went viral that was, I don't know if anybody saw it, but it was, it was like, it implied that two guys were having sex with a girl, right? Cause you saw like, I haven't seen the, it. you saw this, uh, Guinness bottle or Budweiser bottle. I don't know if it was Guinness. I think it was Guinness. And like, all you see is like, it, it, you hear this music, like sort of club music. Uh -huh. And then you just see this like bottle, like sort of moving. Like you don't see what's under yeah okay. and then you start to slowly zoom out and it's clearly a, a girl's back mm -hmm. and then it's like and then it's one guy grabs a bottle takes a drink it's on her back and, and then, then another the next guy from the other side takes a bottle and and then it's like what? it's really <laughs> it's like, really what? like it's in the it's in the it's down in the age of where like sex was used to sell products yeah and it's it's not a guinness ad it's some motherfucker that made this, that really? decided, oh, yes, okay. that decided to put this out as a piece of content on the web. Mm. And Guinness had to say, listen, we don't stand for this. This is not us. Yeah. Like, this is clearly like, this yeah. is off the mark. This yeah. is not so what we're about. It's messing with the reputation. Yeah, it's messing with the reputation because then people think, some people think, oh, that's an awesome ad. Mm. And then some people who were Guinness fans at the first part said, this is crass. This is too far. I'm never drinking Guinness again. And, and that's, you don't mess with the brand like this. This is not, it's billions of dollars that you're talking about here. Billions, like literally with an IPO or not an IPO with a stock, you could lose millions in a day. Millions. We're talking about real money, people's lives at stake, people's livelihoods. Yeah. Like if their stock would have gone down and then they couldn't bring it back up or sales wouldn't have went down, they got to fire people in the fucking warehouse, like, or at the brand or wherever. Okay. Sorry, I just don't. No, no, no. I, you, I, you expanded my perspective, and but, uh, but let's uh, let's. let's bring it, <laughs> we but, went way off tangent. No, no, we can relate this to occasions marketing. I mean, what are the the cru crucial considerations for, let's say, agency a brand when they decide to jump on any occasion? I mean, you you bring a lot of points up now. Like you have to consider what's right for the brand, what's the occasion, you have to have the right match, right? So what, yeah. what should brands and, and agencies consider before just jumping in on any occasion because it's there? I think the, the bar is lower now. I think you can jump on a lot of stuff, but I think that um, what you could, I think what you could consider is, is A, how saturated is that event already or that occasion? Do you think you can actually make a mark in that space? Mm -hmm. Does it make sense for your brand to be there? Um, I think that uh, there's a lot of occasions that are missed that a lot of brands don't think about as well, yeah. that they don't see the potential for their brand to be in that. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I mean, if it was what's just happened recently, um, Larry King died, right? Like. And that's, it's not necessarily where a brand, maybe a broadcasting brand or even Netflix can, you know, I'm not saying that's advertising. That's just, that's kind of crass to think about. It's not marketing, but if they would then jump on that and say, okay, we're going to have a Larry King marathon on Netflix. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a paying an homage to somebody or, you know, getting on top of that sort of occasion, that sort of trend that happened and, and getting in on it and, and trying to, 
um, trying to position your brand in that. But just like one similar occasion is actually like the now that you like you just brought up death like <laughs> no, but like it was the it was like the one year anniversary of like Kobe's right. Mm. In- yeah. uh, incident and then uh, incident. Oh, really? he died oh <laughs> incident sounds like I mean, he like yeah. broke his leg or had a you know yeah so yeah accident. the helicopter accident yes yeah. um and and basically it was very interesting for me to see that like espn is now and also like a lot of sports channels are, are replaying his last game they yeah. are um, creating shows around like you know uh, kobe's and, and michael's relationship yeah. um and it became just like a trending topic all, yeah. all around mm. sports world. Again. I think Kobe's death will be a, you know, occasion that a lot of sports brands and sports people will play on for the yeah. next few years because it is such a and it was like loss in the industry, right? Mm. It, I think it was like one of the biggest losses in terms of like the sports industry and and personalities. And uh, since we have this um, social media era and everyone and everything can be so well documented. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's insane. Like I, I remember the day actually that when it happened and I remember the games even like, like mm. players who learned about it on the court. Mm. It was insane. Okay. I don't it, remember that. Like this had like such a huge yeah. momentum, especially yeah. in the States. I don't think that we have like, oh. we, we, we experienced it that much in Europe, especially yeah. since like NBA is so much smaller here. Yeah. But yeah, but I think that's right. I mean, that is we're we're adding new occasions all the time, right? Mm. So, and I think that brands that want to be in the culture, we talk a lot about this at Cupco and here on the podcast, brands that want to be in the culture, they need to look at the calendar of events. Mm. And even obscure potential. shit yeah. like, you know, like if you're a, a paper company and it's William Shakespeare's <laughs> birthday or something, you could do some like really crazy weird mm. stuff of like, you know, writing your next, you know, best use Sonnet cases of or, paper <laughs> or, yeah writing the next hamlet <laughs> I, this is really bad ideas <laughs> that's why i'm not in the creative department <laughs> um so but i think that's like you can also do fun stuff like that and say okay we're gonna claim nobody's claimed william shakespeare's birthday that's us from now on yeah. william shakespeare's birthday so just thinking out of the box yeah and i think it's it's again it, it comes down to like you know are you a brand that wants to make statements? Do you want to stand with something? Like, it's a really twisted idea, but like, you know, what if I'm um, Coca-Cola or another soft drink company mm-hmm. and I want to do something about, you know, um, advertising around the risk of diabetes, or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? Right. There is World Diabetes Day, which is actually huge for the diabetes community. Soda is one of the things that's actually very much involved with, you know, this issue that we have going on in society and then like what can our company do about it like can we raise awareness can we say that like because i don't know if you if you know probably you know but like there is this um there is this like advice or advisory um volume that you should drink on a day from coke oh like a healthy like a healthy dosage of Mm. coke is like two like two two deciliters yeah basically it's like dark chocolate (laughs) and like i'm really there's like a recommended dosage of of coca-cola yeah i think so no way by coca-cola yeah my coca-cola no but uh, recommend nine out of 
ten dentists. Okay, maybe I'm completely wrong. No, maybe you're cut this. (laughs) It's only in Hungary. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) They tricked the they tricked the authorities in Hungary. Maybe some of the audience can confirm more. (laughs) No, please cut this. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that's. uh, I think you're right in the sense that um, brands that also want to have a purpose can choose these days wisely and say, okay, what health days, what um, you know, Memorial days, what, you know, things are we doing in the, in the coming period of the year mm. so we can choose that we can align our purpose to, um, you know, if yeah. you want to save the whales or you want to mm. like, you know, save the environment, there's all sorts of earth days and there's all sorts of, you know, whale days. <laughs> I think there's we national keep on whale coming day. up with like bad examples. <laughs> <laughs> there's national whale day, save a whale day. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff. So you just have to decide, yes, we want to do this. And then don't be, I mean, I think that also a lot of brands, they forget and then they come to us and like, Hey, shit, <laughs> we got like 10 days and we got to launch a campaign on this day. What can we do? And it's like, Oh God, scramble. So I think that you just have to also be a little bit like, you know, forward thinking and think, okay, what's coming, jump on it. Let's get on it now so that it doesn't suck. Yeah. And let's uh, let's try to do something. We also have examples of those brands who actually plan out things like mm. a year ahead, yeah. and they already know about all the awareness days that cases. they want to. <laughs> yeah, basically, I mean, like those brands I really love working with because yeah. they are the ones that like are really coming to the game well prepared and mm. and can yeah. perform really well yeah. as well. Yeah, and it's also occasions have come so global now, like Singles Days hitting Denmark now, mm. which yeah. is like it Black also, Friday it was and only Halloween, in China, and, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, why are we like... In China. <laughs> our resident Chinese expert. Oh tell my us. God, racist. No. <laughs> no, she's, from, she's part say, Chinese. I don't know what I I'm full Chinese. A full Chinese. Damn. You were born here, though. No. No. You were born no, in China? she was not. Yeah, of course. I moved here in 2002. Oh, and it's because when her she dad, was like Chinese. her dad sold so the World, World Cup or the year. Euro Cup from football? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When uh, Denmark uh, won, that's why he decided to uh, immigrate to. How old I can't you? believe that story, though. Like, how, how old were you in 2002, though? Eight. <laughs> Can you remember China? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You also go back there yearly, right? Uh, yes. Not COVID year, obviously, and uh, not this year. Okay, so unfortunately. Can we otherwise... agree that it was not wrong of me to ask? <laughs> <laughs> She no, did. She did. She actually I'm went just, back to Wuhan about Jan. <laughs> Jan Feb. She was just, back in Wuhan, and then she was back Chinese here. Room. And yeah. she's responsible for half of Europeans. Don't break <laughs> these rumors. <laughs> you no. don't know who this goes out to. We might drop viewers. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. <laughs> Patient zero. <It's> my fault. <laughs> this episode should be full of cuts. So <laughs> No, no. It's going to be five minutes of useful stuff. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. But she How is, would you? How would you? So she is our Chinese yes. uh, expert. I can confirm stuff. Yes, good. Perfect. Yeah. But I think it came from China, actually. Yeah. China. Actually, I just talked to, uh, to a colleague today where he uh, said, actually, you could do some serious targeting when you, um, for instance, with single stay or people yes. getting engaged or whatever, yeah, yeah. that you can, you can actually pull those stats from uh, information from, from Facebook when you're yeah. targeting. So it's like more like yeah, creating occasional yeah. segmentation. But actually. like yeah. Facebook is the That's best yeah. in terms of like segmenting based on yeah. occasions. And you yeah. can do it even like just based on like 
daily occasions yeah. or 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 weekly occasions like Definitely. when is everybody going for lunch you mm -hmm. know like a lot of restaurants can target yeah. uh, lunchtime with their ads or mm -hmm. you know a lot of soda companies would uh, differentiate their ads based on like okay is this in the morning because then maybe you know i would advertise something that's more like an orange juice for yeah. you in the afternoon maybe i would advertise a soft drink something that's nice after after lunch yeah these daily um, sort of occasions. yeah later on yeah. in the later yeah. on in the afternoon when you need a extra energy if i'm monster i would come in with with, with my ads or if i'm red bull <laughs> i would come in with my ads like hey don't you want some extra energy man yes, yes. don't you want to like you know excel in your career <laughs> <laughs> you need your dose of uh, coca-cola <laughs> yeah basically yeah sure but that's a whole nother layer to it healthy the healthy recommended dose of Red Bull is <laughs> zero. <laughs> no, we're talking about Red Bull's the best. I mean, Cult is the best. I mean, the, okay. <laughs> I cut. told you it's gonna be full of cuts. <laughs> we have to like. This is not sponsored by. Uh, our, this is not sponsored. This is not sponsored by Cold Coca Cola or <laughs> Monster or like Lego. Like. Yeah, yeah uh, sorry. No, but it's it's smart. It's a good way. It's another layer to occasions marketing, right? Like, yeah. Uh, obviously, the occasions there is almost a given if you want to tap into that. But yeah. you can also yeah. consider all these other aspects when you segment and target people. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good way to segment. I think Lego sure. is also like a, a really cool brand yeah. that's doing a lot of. Any immediate thoughts on how you uh, what other aspect you should seg uh, What's good? What's good about this occasional segment contra, contra uh, let's say traditional segmentation? Well, Traditionally, you would segment based on, I don't know, age or, or you know, yeah, place of, so, yeah, yeah, different demographics, which is um, switched up when it comes to, you know, occasion marketing, because it's a much more of a um, psychographic mm. targeting that you use. So, you know, who would um, want to have an energy drink in the afternoon? It's either going to be like probably young kids who want to excel at their like sports training or it's gonna be like people who are like maybe 25 to 40 and are really you know mm -hmm. driven in their careers need the extra energy to finish the day off etc mm -hmm. so i think i think that's where that has another comes level in. of targeting yeah. and, and sort of like puts you in the mindset of them yeah which is really nice right so yeah sort of like early or sort of like volvo advertising 2.0 yeah yeah instead of waiting for a car accident yeah you're creating <laughs> you're creating a car accident no but it's, it's just like what i also said in the beginning is like in the beginning like you have the you know social context yeah then you have like the cultural context and then you have like the motivations and i think when you segment based on occasions use you, you can segment based on all three while in the beginning you are at best know the social and cultural mm. yeah it adds a layer yeah yep great guys cool let's wrap it up let's uh, summarize uh, that the brand should definitely uh look over the year and see what uh, leverage what kind of vocations there might be and even maybe create some not car accidents but you know create see where they can spot some fun occasion to develop some content into yep. but you have to reflect on as a brand whether you fit in this kind of area and these uh, occasions, right? So you don't jump on everything because the market is kind of saturated. Yeah, every day there's something. It can easily be saturated. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of have to stand out if you want to do contra or go with the flow. Yeah, you can go totally the opposite yeah. or you can go with the flow. And then if you're going to go with the flow, go mm -hmm. go big. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's worth exploring um, occasion segmentation. 
in Facebook, Instagram. I don't think uh, LinkedIn has it yet. YouTube has it. No, YouTube, yeah, maybe YouTube has it. I haven't yeah. seen that occasion-based stuff, but I mean, but you're just running. Yeah. You can do it on LinkedIn too, but then you just kind of have to bring over the data yeah. or like the knowledge from somewhere else. That's true. Cool. Cool. Thank you so much for listening. We hoped uh, we didn't scare you or make with you cry <laughs> with Kobe <laughs> and Larry King. We talked a lot about different stuff today, but uh, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Please like, subscribe, smash that like button. I don't know what platform <laughs> you're on, but headbutt it, <laughs> karate chop it, or else we're going to find Christ, you. Yeah. We're going to find you and we're going to... You're very aggressive in this episode. Let's. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna find you and we're gonna do stuff for your brand without you knowing. <laughs> we're just behind your back. We're gonna Those do all sorts of advertising. I think that I think that's like the best thing that you can come to. Like. <laughs> we're just gonna do marketing for you without, without you knowing. Without you knowing about it. Don't tempt me. So hit that like button, subscribe, share it with your friends, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks, Thanks guys. Listening. Adios. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>